Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just wanted to uh, start off by saying, look, y'all, leave me a review. Subscribe if you'd like uh, for you to stay up to date with each episode each week. Um, you can find me on Instagram at official Kiara Barnes. That is at OF. F-I-C-I-A-L-K-I-A-R-A-B-A-R-N-E-S. Okay. Yeah, folks, DM me, right? Your comments, your thoughts, and um, yeah, tell me, tell me how you how you like it. Um and thanks again. Thanks y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I got probably <laughs> 30 minutes in and uh, realized that it was recording absolutely nothing that I was saying. So, um, you know, we're starting off. We're starting off strong. Okay. So, look, today we're diving in, folks. I know. We're going, we're going there. We're going deep. We're talking about manifestation. Here's the thing. This could really, honestly, and truly be a topic, like a part one, part two, part three, part four, part billion, because there's so many subcategories when it comes to manifestation that it's really hard to just cram in one one episode, okay? Um, But I want to hear from you you know, from y'all, if, if you feel so inclined, you know, to want to hear more about this stuff, let, let me know, let me, let me see and, and hear your guys's, um, you know, your thoughts. But, um, look, when I say manifestation, where do your thoughts go? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Are you seeing a magician in a cape? Are you seeing Dr. Strange? <laughs> Are you seeing folks singing Kumbaya, hugging a tree, holding hands? Because <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right, but we're going to get into it today. But first, I, I want to even start off by reading the standard definition of manifestation, just so we can all get a general understanding of what we're chatting about. Okay, so straight from Google, here we go. Manifestation is an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory. Mm. <laughs> or an abstract idea. Okay. So that's that's just, you know, our base, right? This is our base so we can kind of get a grasp. Now, I'm going to go into 
a little story mode, all right? Because the first time that I really had any conscious understanding of this was probably maybe six years ago. And I say conscious because we're all always manifesting something. If, if you're aware or you're not aware, I use this analogy. I call it the snowball effect. Okay? Snowball effect goes like this, right? You wake up in the morning, you slept on the wrong side of the bed, and you're in a not a great mood. You don't do anything to address it, so all your thoughts and energy is focused on how you woke up not in a good mood. So then, by golly, you burn your freaking toast on the way to, to work. You're rushing to work. How All of a sudden, you're late. You get honked at in traffic. Then you get to work. You have an annoying, uh, you know, conversation maybe with a coworker or with your boss. And you stub your toe. On top of all of that, you stub your freaking toe like, nah. You're going to have to call it a day once that happens. When you're at your peak of stress, y'all, and you stub your freaking toe, forget about it. Maybe it's just me, but no, because that will really set you off. Um, (laughs) But, right, this is the snowball effect. It's like literally a snowball rolling down a hill. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And until you stop that thing, it'll just continue to grow. And this goes both ways. This goes both ways for, you know, thoughts that maybe are more energy draining and then thoughts that are more uplifting. And the more that you focus on on one thing, that's kind of how your day is going to go. Honestly. So anyway, back to what I was trying to say. And that's a side tangent. Um, also, Luna's here. So if you hear a few meows, that's her, my co-host. Um, but look, okay, so what I was saying was I didn't really understand this until maybe six years ago. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I had hit rock bottom. (laughs) It was looking like scary hours for your girl, okay? I had just gotten out of a relationship that, you know, I was really young at the time, but I had just gotten out of a relationship and, man, it hit me like a ton of bricks when that ended. And I was by myself and noticed how much draining energy um, the relationship really caused me because I wasn't, I didn't have another person to distract me from how tired and, and, and negative it really was until um, we split and I was by myself and I was like, okay, no, I need to get it together because this is just not, this isn't going to do. Oh, okay. Featuring from my, my neighbor's dog over here. Um, but 
it, it just wasn't going to work, right? Like I felt super lost, was so unsure of my future or if I had a future. It was at that point. And I can I think anyone can relate where you mentally just hit a point where it feels like a brick wall. And you can't see past that brick wall. It's just like this is the wall and that's where I'm at right now. I don't even know what's going to be going on on the other side of this. And that's where I was. Okay? Now, let me just preface all of this that I grew up in organized religion. So, and, and look, this is no hate to organized religion. We're not doing that. But I personally didn't feel connected to it when I was younger. I felt connected to the idea that there was something bigger than me running the show, right? I, and I had experiences younger to know that there's something else bigger than me. But organized religion in itself, I just had a hard time fully ever connecting to. Um, so I just, I never really dabbled too far out of the scope of that until maybe I was like, honestly, this moment, this uh, six years thing, I just, I hadn't looked into anything other than. Um, And so, you know, at at this point in my life, I had just, it really called for (laughs) a moment of action to get my stuff together. Um, and just go in the different direction than where I currently was, because what I was doing was so not working. (laughs) So I ended up coming across a lot of self-help books that spoke about manifestation and the power of the universe and this overall concept or theory Mm -hmm. that we as people on on this earth could actually bring in whatever it is that we want in our present experience. Now, that kind of blew my mind. I'm not even going to lie. But I was also, because it, it just sounded too good to be true. It, and it was also it sounded too easy. I was like, so you're telling me I just have to sit down for 10 to 30 minutes a day, breathe in and breathe out, and think about the things that make me feel good and that I desire, and I can just have them. You know, I, I, was, I was kind of like, well, let's... <laughs> Let's really see if that's possible, you know? And my thing was, look, at this point, girl, I'll do it. <laughs> if, 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 if this book is telling me that I can get higher vibrations and attract abundance by going and hugging a tree, girl, I would go hug a tree at this point. <laughs> it was looking like scary hours, so... I was just very also open to trying because I figured, look, I'm not doing any harm. None of these books are putting me at any harm's way, anyone else in harm's way. And the whole 
premise is, is for me to feel good and have a good life. So look, I'll try the methods and the worst that could happen is that nothing happens. <laughs> and then I just continue to live my life, whatever. So, you know, I decided to, to try out these methods and, and put them to the test. So, and, and look, these methods had to do with uh, meditation, journaling, um, you could even say prayer, um, asking for signs, affirmations, and even quantum leaping, which is a whole other episode in itself to even get into that. It, it get, That's why I told y'all, it gets deep. Like it, there's so many different pathways we could go. Um, and these things really started working for me. I'm not even playing with y'all. Like I would start really, uh, you know, I would, I would ask for a sign, but make it so freaking specific where I was like, yeah, there's no way, there's no way. And then see that exact sign that I asked for confirming. And then, so I started asking for more things and more things and stuff just started coming in my experience quickly and with vigor. Like I was shocked and blown away. The first time, look, this dog's like, preach. Um, the first thing I consciously manifested in my experience was paying off all of my student loan debt. Now, this is something I'm sure people listening have had to deal with or are still dealing with or have some kind of experience like this, right? But it just, oh my gosh, it just felt like I had this looming energy of this thing that I needed to pay off, right? And I wanted to pay it off. But I also kept this energy of fear around paying it off. And that was something I didn't really realize until I was reading one of these books. And what I, what I, let me clear, clarify too. What I mean by that, how I, um, I had fear, was I wasn't sure I could. Because my thing at that point was, First off, where would I get this extra amount of money, this cash? And how am I going to obtain this cash? You know, like, is it going to fall from the sky? Like, I, I, need, <laughs> I need answers. And, um, but honestly, like I said, I was just, I was, I was willing to try anything. Because I was just so tired of how I felt. And so one of these books had suggested writing a letter to money. Now stay with me because I, I did say this podcast is uh, <laughs> on theories. It's theory based. And theories are perhaps sometimes unlike to normalcy. Okay. So 
just hang in there with me, okay? The idea behind this is that you're able to visually see your relationship with money right in front of you on paper. Because there's something to be said about how we keep a lot of our consistent thoughts in our head without even realizing it. I hope that made sense. But the thing is, when you write stuff out and you see it in front of you, it's almost you can digest it and break things down so much better because our heads and our thoughts, we move so freaking fast all the time that a lot of the time we don't even realize we're taking in so much information and have all these things and it starts to develop into anxiety without us knowing. So this whole exercise is for you to, you know, figure out your relationship with money. Do you trust it? Do you love it? Do you fear it? Do you have um, maybe old uh, thoughts about it where you don't, maybe you, you don't like seeing people have money because you didn't have a lot of it growing up and there's feelings of hurt, jealousy because someone has what you have. So, or sorry, someone has what you want. Um, so you, you just continue writing your whys, why it is that you felt these things. And I found myself that I had a lot of, first off, I had a lot of old beliefs about money and they still creep up from time to time. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but doing this work has helped me put myself in check, honestly. Um, and so as I found myself writing out my feelings towards these things, I genuinely felt lighter. It was like whatever feelings that had been circulating and somewhat suffocating me had a loose grip on me now. I was just able to see better how, one, I wanted my relationship to be with money. I didn't realize, I was like, dang, I have a lot of resentment towards money and fear around it. So I wonder if I fixed how I'm speaking about it and showed it so much more love, if I would receive that same energy back. Because we have to remember, money is just a thing. It's a vibrating piece of paper in the sense of its energy, currency. Like, we give it meaning as well. So, you know, I ended up saying, I want to rewrite this, my relationship. And I wrote to money that although I had my doubts about it, I still really love them. I love that they do for me um, these beautiful things and what they can do for many, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, I was writing a love letter to money. (laughs) And I'm not playing with y'all. That energy was so strong, so strong 
not even two weeks passed. I had booked a random job that just so happened to be the exact (laughs) emphasis on exact (laughs) amount to pay off my student loan debt. Okay, this was insane for me. I was like, okay, I'm sold. Manifestation freaking works. This is the best thing. I've cracked the code. This is great. The flip side to this awesome moment was I realized like, oh, shoot. I also have enough money to get me through a few months of of my rent now, right? And... That made me feel, okay, that makes me feel some sense of stability, um, comfortability, knowing that I can pay for my rent too. And I just remember, y'all, I was, I was stressed. I didn't know what to do. If I should pay off this freaking student loan debt or have this money for rent and know that I'm secure for a few months. Like, and at the time too, that was a really big deal to know that I could afford my rent multiple months ahead of time, like a huge deal. So I, I didn't know what to do. I called my mom. I called my dad and I was asking for their advice and, you know, bless them. Love love you guys. Love you if you're listening. But they were worried too. So that energy was, you know, kind of a little all over as well. Because they thought I should save that money for rent. Because, of course, they're like, yeah, you need a place to stay. <laughs> First off. And... um you know, you can figure out to pay the loan at a later time. The only problem for me that kept eating me away is that, yeah, but that loan keeps building interest, okay? And it's like every time I pay my monthly fee, it it still doesn't amount to anything. And um, I I just got more anxious. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to end the phone call, y'all. And I realized I just needed to ask myself, like, this is ultimately, ultimately a decision on my own, not based off of anyone. And that's a big uh, lesson in general, is that you're living for yourself, period. So do what makes sense for you. Um, and so at the time, what made sense for me was to put some of these practices to the test, AKA sit down and meditate. So in this meditation, I straight up asked for guidance. I asked, you know, what should I do? Should I pay off this student loan? And um, then I even doubled down and I asked for a sign. I said, if I'm meant to, if I should pay off this student loan, please, please send me a sign of this very specific thing. And I also want to feel calm about it. I want to feel super relaxed. 
And so I did all that and I got my sign. I felt really calm. And so I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to freaking do it. And I used that entire paycheck (laughs) to pay off my student loan debt. When I tell you the energetic release I felt, ooh, my shoulders dropped. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh. I felt felt like I I don't even know, y'all. I don't even know how to explain that feeling, but it was glorious. And I just felt free and happy. And it was a really, one, it was a major moment for me in self-belief that, one, if I could bring that much money that quickly into my experience, in theory, couldn't I also bring that much more again, if not more? Surely enough to pay rent. And that's what I just went with to help me continue on. And no joke of a lie, not even a full month later, I booked my first series reg on a soap. And that was able to fund my first one-bedroom apartment and start my acting career. (laughs) So... Look, I have so many different stories of how manifestation has changed my life and has brought in all these incredible experiences. That's why I'm saying we need like part one, part three, part 10, because it goes deep, y'all. But this was really my start and beginning to a spiritual journey and a manifestation journey. And it's just continued to blossom and blossom like to this day. Like I'm literally sitting in a home based off of manifestation. And it's down to like everything (laughs) I asked for, y'all. Like it's crazy. So my theory for you all, okay, is if something intrigues you in a supportive loving self-growth way try it put it to the test worst thing that can happen like I said worst thing that can happen is nothing happens and then you just like you continue on with your life you live your life but best thing that could happen is the best outcome happens and you continue to live an even brighter life. Okay? Shoot, y'all. Like I said, I I need to make a part two, three, and four because, I mean, the story of even how I got that soap (laughs) is nuts. Okay? How I even booked Fantasy Island on Fox. All of this is manifestation to the highest. Okay? Okay? Um, all right, I'm going to wrap it up. All right. I kept it kind of short and sweet. We got a whole bunch of other stuff coming down the pipeline. Um, 
But thank you again for tuning in, listening. You know, I don't know. Leave me a review. Subscribe if you'd like. Again, you can find me on Instagram at official Kiara Barnes. I already spelled it out at the top of the show. Hopefully you remember. But DM me your comments, y'all. I I really want to hear your thoughts on this. I want to know if you've had any experiences like this. Like, I want to know what kind of stuff was going on for you. If you you had any, or honestly, if you have any more questions about it, like, how do you do it? You know, I'm I'm so open to share. Um, But thank you again for being part of the Talk Theory Podcast. Till next time. Bye.